Hilchus Tfila Perik Yudalacha Aleph. Someone who dava but did not have kavana, he must daven again with kavana because kavana is essential for davening. However, if he has kavana for the first bracha, then that's sufficient. That that's the basic obligation of kavana in the first bracha. Uh, even though elsewhere the Rambam says that you have to have kavana for the whole entire davening. I'm sorry. Even though the Rambam says in the beginning that if you, if you have to have kavana the whole davening, if you don't, you have to daven again. And then he says that the first bracha is sufficient. There are two different kinds of kavanas. One kavana is the basic awareness that you're standing in front of Hashem and davening to Him. And that obligation has to be the entire uh, part of Shemineser. The Pirish Amilus, the awareness of the translation, what you're saying, that kavana is bidyevit sufficient for the first bracha. Uh, somebody makes a mistake in the first three brachas for example he does not see the proper uh, or something like that he has to go back to the first uh, the beginning of Shemir uh, because all three brachas are considered one long bracha in this regard if a person makes a mistake in one of the one of the last three brachas for example he does not see or a different mistake some kind of mistake which is uh, makes that bracha invalid he has to go back to the beginning of the last Three brachas, meaning to read the beginning of the, avoid, the bracha of Aveda to read say. In if a person makes a mistake in one of the middle brachas, he goes back to the beginning of that bracha in which he made the mistake in it. And then continues his tefillah as normal. And we'll see examples of that later in the parak. The chazin who makes a mistake when he's doubting out loud in that way, the same laws apply to, to, insofar as requiring him to go back to the beginning. If the chazan makes a mistake in his own quiet Shemana Esrei, says, I say, which means there's no conclusive raya from the Gemara, it's the Rambam's opinion, he does not daven a second time quietly, because he's making people wait the longer. The community, he's he's, he's uh, inconveniencing the, the congregation. He relies on the davening, which he davens out loud, that will be his private Shemana as well. So he'll, uh, so to speak, uh, cover both, uh, kill, kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. That's provided that he did not make a mistake in one of the first three brachas. Uh, if, however, he made a mistake in one of the first three brachas, if he makes a mistake in, the, in one of the first three brachas, meaning even the chazin who makes a mistake in his quiet Shemin he, for example, forgets to say, uh, uh, he must go back to the beginning of Shemin just like an individual must go back to the beginning of Shemin as well. The first question why the Ram differentiates between the, the first three brachas and the rest of Shemini Esrei regarding the Chazan's Shemini uh, uh, Esrei and, uh, and they discuss the issue. The Chazan makes a mistake and he gets confounded. He does not know where he's up to where he should begin from. Again, back then most people did not have Sidurim. The Shah and he waits a Shah which literally means an hour but in this case it means probably just a, a significant amount of time. Again, the Ram does not get specific. Somebody else should go in his place. Uh, at that point, he's, so to speak, disqualified as, for, as being the Chazin for that one tefillah, and someone else should take him over. If he makes the mistake in the bracha that we ask Hashem to remove that bracha from the bracha of Alam Alshinim, we don't give him any time. Immediately, somebody else should take him over. Why? Because this is a good boy. We're worried that perhaps this person is having leanings towards thoughts of apikursis. And he gets to the bracha, he's worried about cursing himself. And therefore, as a caution, we immediately have someone else take him over. Now, that means that he didn't start it even. He, he, he finished the previous bracha, and then he did not start Alam Alshinim. If he did start with Amal Shinim, and then in the middle of the bracha he gets confounded, you give him the same, 
same uh, time consideration that you gave anybody, you give him in a different bracha. Regardless of the situation, when someone else has to take him over, he should not uh, uh, refuse to do so. Generally speaking, it's said a person should, uh, when 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 offered to be the chazan, he should he should uh, decline until they, they insist three times out of out of humility. Uh, but in this example, you should not do so immediately upon being appointed to take him over. He should uh, step right up to the plate. Where does the, the new chazan begin? From the beginning of the bracha, in the middle of which the other person made a mistake. He does not go back to the beginning. In Of course, considering that the mistake was ha- happening in one of the middle brachas. If the mistake happened in one of the, middle br- in one of the first three brachas, then the second chazan has to begin back to back the beginning of Shemayin And if the mistake happened in one of the last three brachas, he starts in the beginning of the Avedah from Mertzei. Someone who says, I can't die for the Amr today because my clothing are are not white, they are colored, They're, you know, or, or dyed. Uh, uh, DYE. He should not daven that davening, even if uh, before they find the chazan, he can go home and run back and, and change his clothing into white clothing. Uh, the reason for that is because it was a custom among a, 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 a other a, a, a religions to to wear white as a sign of uh, of uh, extra holiness in, the, in their belief, so to speak. Is that we're afraid this person has non-Jewish ideas. Which is interesting because there is a concept in Yiddishkeit of wearing white as a sign of uh, a sign of kedusha, a sign of tahara. But apparently, in, in the basic halachic obligation, the Rambam's understanding, there's not just concept. Omar, if he said any if he says I'm not going to go to the Amr, I can't have the Amr because I'm wearing shoes on my feet. And that's again something which which uh, people in in, in in that time used to worship about the Zara. They used to worship animals. They felt the animals were holy, like like today in India. And so shoes made of leather were considered an, an affront to their Avodah Zara. So therefore, we, because we're suspicious of him having such indications, you should not go to the Amr even if he takes off his shoes and he's barefoot. Someone who's not sure if he dives he doesn't remember did I daven mincha today or not and it's still before Shkia what should he do he does not daven or daven again which may or may not be again but he does not daven uh, just to so to speak play it safe uh, that's not appropriate the only thing he could do is daven this second fila with the understanding that it is a nadava that way he can say that uh, he's davening again as not the obligation because he may have davened the obligation now he's being brachalavatala in the understanding of the Rajabot, the Rama means is that he should make a Tanai, a condition. If I dive into ready, this is an Adava. It's a voluntary Tefillah. And if I did not dive in yet, this is my obligation. Because the person who wants to dive in all day, again and again, a, a voluntary Tefillah, technically speaking, he may do so. So there's no harm done if he dives again as an Adava with, with this condition. Someone who's in love with Esther, even this guy, he recalls suddenly, oh, I dive in Mincha today, early. He stops immediately, even mid Bracha. If it's Mariv, any place he does not stop, he continues. When a person davens Mariv, he knows that it's not an obligation because Mariv in general is not an obligation, essentially. And therefore, he's only davening it as, a, so to speak, as an adava, anyways. Therefore, when he remembers he davened the first time Mariv, it was, it, it, it was a voluntary uh, tefillah, even the first time. And therefore, the fact he's davening now a second time voluntary tefillah is not a problem. Someone makes a mistake on Shabbos and he davens weekday shemeshri on Shabbos. 
So there's two different gersoyes in the drama here. One says lo yotza, he's not yotza, and the reason for that is because he does not. You have to mention the holiness of Shabbos in Shemini otherwise it doesn't count. Another gersh in the drama is yotza, he is yotza. That gersh in the drama understands the person, that, although he davened the week of Shemini he at least mentioned Shabbos in the davening. So for example, in Ritzay, in the place where normally he used to say yalav yavai, he said Ritzay, what we say in benching on Shabbos. So he mentioned the kedusha of Shabbos in Shemini According to that gersh in the drama, the gersh is yotza. You take, you take out the word loy. In this guy who if he remembers that it's Shabbos while he's in the middle of Shemesh, he stops, excuse me, he finishes the bracha that he's in the middle of. And he continues in davening the Shabbat, and then he goes to, changes over to the Shabbat Shemesh. He starts from, presumably from, uh, after Hakela Kodesh. When does this apply? If it's a Musaf and he remembers, he, dav- he remembers that it's Shabbos and he's in the middle of, he, he davens the weekday Shemini Esrei um, as Tfilah's Musaf and then he remembers he's davening the wrong Tfilah. He stops even mid Bracha and changes over to Musaf. Similarly, if a person finishes the whole Tfilah, even, even though he finished the whole Shemini Esrei, and uh, he, his intention was to daven Musaf, but he he, he davened the wrong Nusach, he davened the regular weekday Shemini Esrei as Musaf. He has to daven again. That applies to Musaf of any day when you daven Musaf, whether Shabbos, Yantuf, or Shemini Someone makes a mistake during the winter time when he's supposed to say Merda Geshem in the second bracha, and he does not say it. He does not either say Merda at all, which is normally what you say in the summertime, according to Nisach Sfard. He must go back to the beginning of Shemini Esrei if you already finished the bracha of Mechaya uh, Mesim, uh, because at that point it's too late. He did not make the make the basic uh, the obligation of mentioning the rain, and not even the obligation, or not even the idea of mentioning mentioning Tal. In his guy, he does mention Tal. In the Chayes, does not go back because even though you're supposed to say mention the rain, Hashem sends the rain. But if you say Merit Tal, you make mention that Hashem sends the dew. That's sufficient for the Evet. If the reverse happened in the summertime, he mentioned Hashem sends the rain. She goes back to the beginning uh, because that because asking rain. Asking for rain in a uh, in in excuse me asking for rain in the summertime is basically not an, an, uh, uh, the opposite of bracha and therefore it is negative and the person's shemesh is invalidated. If he does not mention tal in the summertime, so he did not say merit at all when he's supposed to. You don't make him go back because essentially do is never held back and you don't have to ask for it really and that's the Nusach Ashkenaz the Minigis Bechali don't mention Merit Hatol in the summertime Someone who did not say the same Talumot in the Baruch of Rech Hashanim and if he remembered and he already finished the Baruch so now, if he remembers before he finishes, before he says Shemir Tefillah, the Bracha Shemir Tefillah, Shemir he can ask for in the Bracha Shemir Tefillah, you, you can ask in Shemir Tefillah for anything you want, and that counts. If he remembers only after finishing the Bracha Shemir Tefillah, he has to go back to the, to the beginning of um, the Bracha of Prosperity, the Bracha of Baruch Aleinu. If he did not remember till he finished his entire Shemini Esrei, he has to go back and daven Shemini Esrei a second time. If a person makes a mistake, he did not say Alvi 
for example, on Rish Chodesh or on Chalmaid, he needs to go to the Mashiach and Tlosa. If he remembers before finishing Hishman Esrei, he has to go back to the beginning of Ritzei. He says, If he remembers after finishing Hishman Esrei, he must go back to the beginning of Hishman Esrei. If, however, he was accustomed to after finishing Hishman Esrei, to saying supplications, like we do, we say the kind of term, he remembers after finishing Hishman Esrei, the basic Hishman Esrei. But, but he does but he remembers before he takes three steps back at that point even though he finished by saying since he did not finish the Tachanunim he did not finish he can still go back to the Ritzay and continue as normal and say when does this apply uh, that you have to go back if you don't say Yalvi Yalvi, it's a problem. If it is not Yalvi Yalvi, you do not need a Davin again because Bezin was not Mekadash and Chedesh, it did not sanctify the new moon at night regardless, and therefore Yalvi Yalvi is less crucial, less relevant to Mayrif. Whenever an individual has to go back and daven again because he makes a mistake, the chazan also must go back and make if he makes a mistake. When he makes that kind of mistake, when he daven out loud, the exception is if the chazan makes a mistake and does not see in shachris, even though an individual who made that mistake has to daven again or go back to the beginning, you do not make the chazan go back to the beginning because it's a Bother! It's an inconvenience to the community. Should I fill this to on the fun of because that he will anyways daven musaf after davening shachris? Shumaske bavish chedesh in which chedesh is mentioned and therefore lenient regarding the chazin uh, uh, going back in the chalas uh, because he'll mention chedesh in musaf. Halach yigimul. Again, remember, don't try this at home before you look in shulchan aruch. Uh, in the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur first he makes a mistake and finishes the third bracha instead of he must go back to the beginning of but if the end of the 11th bracha instead of ending off as he's supposed to which according to the Rambam it seems is Baruch Hashem which means you wouldn't even mention Melech at all. So instead of saying Melech Mishpat, you say the regular ending Baruch Hashem You go back to the beginning of the Baruch Mishpat, and you uh, 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 finish off the way you're supposed to. Now, um, you finish diving as normal. If you only remember after finishing Hoshman Essay, you go back to the beginning. Regardless of whether you're individual or a chazan. Now, what I said before about the Rambam assuming that the Rambam holds that you're supposed to finish off during the year, Baruch Hashem, that's based on what the Rambam writes elsewhere. In the Nusichat over here, the Rambam is clearly uh, saying that you finish Hamelach Mishpat during the year. Excuse me, you finish, you finish the Melech HaMishpat, uh, you, you finish Melech Oyev Tzalak HaMishpat during, uh, during the rest of the year. So even though you mentioned Melech, the Ramam still holds that you're supposed to go back to the beginning of Shemir Esrei. If a person makes a mistake and does not say Havdallah, which is Atachin and Tanu, in Chenadas, he finishes Shemir Esrei, he doesn't have to go back because he'll make Havdallah on the wine. 
Now, if a person does not have wine, the halacha could be different. If a person does not mention alanisim on the Hanukkah importance, or he does not say anenu on a fast day, he does not have daven again. Regardless whether it's an individual or the chazan, if a person remembers that he did not say alanisim or anenu, but he did not yet finish menesri either, he still he still did not yet take three steps back. He says Anenu over there uh, after the Then he says and the regular of the person forgot Shabbos, so now he's daven Ma'ariv two times. But but the Ma'ariv he's davening on Shabbos is very different than the Ma'ariv of the weekday. It's very different than the Shemesh of the, the weekday. So what does he do? Now I'm saying he davens the Ma'ariv of Shabbos or Yontif for that matter two times. Even though it's very different than the tefillah, he forgot to say. He did not daven mincha on Shabbos yontif. He spalled mitzvah mitzvahin arvus shtayim shalchayol. He davens marv matzay Shabbos matzay yontif two times a weekday shemineser. Even though it's very different than Shabbos shemineser. Mavdul b'rishonah v'ni mavdul b'rishonah. He says havdol in the first one because that's the basic marv. That's the basic obligation of marv, which is when you're supposed to say adachin and tanu. And the second one, which he's saying as a makeup, having forgot to daven mincha on Shabbos or on yontif, he does not say havdol in it. Now v'im hivdol b'shtayim. And if he takes the Hevdal in both of the Shemineswes, even in the second one, though he's not supposed to, or he does not have Hevdal in them, in either of them, he's yet the obligation of Davin Marv and the obligation of making up for having forgotten Mincha. Because saying saying Hevdal in Shemineswes, thank Hashem for the, 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 all the things we say in Atachin and Tanu. Uh, when you don't have to is not a is not a not a problem doesn't make the shemesh invalid and conversely not saying when you're supposed to is you still because you make have on wine later if however if a person does not say in the first one he's supposed to but he does say in the second one so then he has to daven a third time why the first time he he did not say Demonstrates that by the fact that he did not say it the first time, but he did say it the second time, he's trying to make up for having forgot to daven mincha, that extra tefillah before he davens the basic obligation of Mairav. And that's a problem. You have to daven, daven Mairav first, your basic obligation, and then say Shemineswe to, to make up for having missed mincha. But he did not do that. He tried to reverse it. He tried to say his extra Shemineswe before his basic obligation of Mairav. Whoever davens two tefillahs for having forgotten the previous one uh, so 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 um, so therefore he asked to daven uh, the, the first time he davened by not saying he's davening to correct his mincha that doesn't count because he did not yet, yet daven basic marv the second time he davened he does that counts as basic marv but now he has to daven the third time in order to properly make up for the fact that he missed Mincha. Whoever daven two shmeneh whether it's like an example we just said when you forgot to daven Mincha you daven Marv twice or it's two tefillahs that are both basic obligations even Shachas and Musaf which are both very different you should not daven one after the other immediately he sort of settles his mind and transitions from one to the other he's supposed to daven them close to the other uh, uh, if possible, uh, somewhat prox- proximal, if possible. Uh, in the example of when a person is davening a second time because he forgot daven mincha, for example, but he should not daven immediately one after the other. There should be a few seconds or a few minutes in between. 
Uh, the Pasuk can bring the idea of waiting the amount of time it takes to walk four Amas, which is just a few seconds. Halacha to Zion. Also, let us follow the Tzibur, she acted to us, it was Tzibur, a person who davened to the minion may not daven before the minion. And Nichols of Isaacnesis, what's the Tzibur, Mispalam, Lachash, person who comes to Shul and finds out that they started without him, but already davening Yishma Esrei, quietly. Let's say he's talking about Mincha over here. If he's able to start and finish before the Chazim reaches Kedusha, yes, he should daven. If he's unable to, they're ready far into Shemir Esrei. He should wait till the Chazim starts davening out loud. And he should daven with him word for word. Start with him and daven word for word. Until the Shechzim reaches Kedusha. And he says Kedusha with the congregation. And then he rested, he davens the rest of davening by himself, to himself by himself. The point is, is that he says at the Kodesh with the Chazim the community together so he adds Naktishach in his own private tefillah. If he davens before the Chazim the Chazim reaches uh, so he starts before he thinks he's going to be able to finish but the Chazim is too quick. Chazim starts Kedusha he's still in the middle of Shemana Esrei. He should not answer Kedusha with the Chazin with the Tzibor. Nor should he interrupt to answer Kedusha with the Tzibor in the middle of Shemana Esrei who is the middle of the davening. He should not answer to other Brachas because all that there's no interruptions allowed during Shemana Esrei.